0: The Firestore, equipping protectors with passion. Every decision the Firestore makes as a company is about its customers. As the holiday season has quickly approached, explore a wide selection of unique and practical gifts at the Firestore's gift center. Find the perfect presence for firefighters, EMTs, and first responders today. The Firestore's goal is to get you the gear you need, when you need it, at prices you can afford. Visit the com for everything but the truck and shop its family of brands including Streamlight, MSA, Lion, Fleer, and more.
1: Welcome, everyone, to episode 34 of APS Radio. My name is Jim Bernica, and today I am joined by John Vogt from Rescue One CBD. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me, Jim. Yeah, so last week, I got to hang out with you at the uh, exotic Beaver Creek, Ohio, Firefighter Health and Wellness Conference. You were a speaker there, you had a table there, and we just were able to spend some quality time together, and I wanted to continue that. And also, just be able to share kind of what you're bringing to the fire service.
0: Yeah, thanks, man. I'm actually surprised we got to spend even a couple of minutes each day. Uh, You look like you're running around like a madman. So, uh, great conference. Um, You and Nick did an awesome job. It was just, uh, it was impressive. And I'm looking forward to next year, too, man. Yeah, yeah, we're working on that stuff right now. And it's right. You know,
1: we didn't get to spend a lot of time. It's almost like having a wedding. Like, I remember. I remember my wedding and just like, I know there were people there. I know I talked to them, but I don't remember hardly anything. Cause it was, you're just, there's too much stuff going on.
0: Yeah. You guys lined up a uh, pretty impressive guests. The, the speakers there were, you know, um, top notch. And uh, I guess, I guess I'm at the risk of sounding arrogant cause I, I was a speaker. So I don't want <laughs> to put me in that category, but like, you know James Gen had that that live podcast that was just incredible. and then, um you know, uh the guys who were there for the uh for the burned uh documentary Just all of it man Brendan McDonough, you know all that stuff that was wild i was I was impressed,
1: yeah, so now now I gotta try to figure out how to top it one up it <sighs> and that yeah. is yeah, that is uh problematic. I feel like I called in about all my favors I could this year, so we'll see.
0: Hey man, you did it for six years. Like this well, is your sixth one, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was my sixth one, but I, I don't I don't see anything up my sleeves right now. <laughs> something I'll will work out. Figure out something. But yep. tell me about how how did you get involved, you know, with, with CBD? I know you're you've obviously been a firefighter, but how did you kind of this whole
0: thing come together where you realized that this could be something for the fire service? It was a combination of me. Um, being post-surgery, looking for something to help my sleep um, after I had to come off of opiates for a long time, which was hard to do, and being super frustrated that um, I think the the general way we approach medicine in the fire service, um, the way we're kind of forced to do it, is is upside down, and those two things combined, I, I just um, I, I I put it out there. I started taking CBD myself. After my sleep was really screwed up and, uh, you know, opiates, that's the one thing that they don't tell you about that I learned the hard way was that it wrecks your sleep cycle after you stop taking it. And, um, uh, so it was weird that I was for the first time in my career, I was spending time at home and sleeping in my own bed every single night. Cause I was laid up from surgery, but my sleep was worse than when I was on shift. And I was like, what the hell? Um, you know, and if, if you go, if you're in that situation, you go and you ask your doctor hey uh how do I fix my sleep they're gonna say which one of these three medications do you want you know and you know if you tell them like hey I don't really want to take more medication because that's what screwed me up in the first place like can't I just do something else like is there you know a way to reset this thing you know you don't really get much direction so started taking Cbd found out what it did for my sleep um I was I started in the industry like working for another Cbd company and kind of got um the ins and outs of how to make it and I saw you can make it safe for the job. It took me a long time to learn how to do that Um, and working with this lab out in Colorado. And, uh, you know, here we are. So been in business for three years and um, thousands of firefighters have used our product, zero failed drug tests. So we're really proud of that.
1: Perfect, perfect. Let's, Let's actually back up. I should have probably asked even in the beginning,
0: what exactly is CBD? It's a good question. A lot of people... I think there's, there's, uh, some misunderstanding about it. And, and, you know, the, the fire service right now is kind of like at a range, like there's people who've, who've never heard of it at all. And there's people who are extremely educated on it. So I'll just kind of give you the middle there, but CBD is in the compound of cannabinoids. Um, THC, the the thing that makes you high in marijuana is also a cannabinoid, but CBD doesn't make you high. It is an anti-inflammatory and it helps your sleep cycles. Those are the two main things that, um, you know, research has shown that would help in firefighters. There's other stuff it does too, like balance your serotonin. So it makes you feel calm and kind of relaxed. Um, but it's, it stands for cannabidiol. It's, it's one of, uh, over a hundred compounds found in the cannabis plant. It's mostly found in hemp, not in marijuana. And so, uh, when you're extracting it, they go for the hemp plant and hemp is kind of a catch-all term for a cannabis plant that has very, very, very low amounts of THC to start with. So we, we, uh, we, we always go for those plants, obviously, because the whole thing with us is, you know, passing a drug test. So cannabidiol, um, just a molecule. Uh, it's not a miracle. It's, it's just, uh, it's just a molecule that, that we extract from a hemp plant and it has some, uh, awesome properties like benefiting your REM sleep and your, and your, and reducing inflammation. That's, that's the gist of it.
1: Perfect. Um, what is, you know, I know you said you, you obviously you test your stuff and it's, you know, no, nobody's failed a drug test. I know that that has to weigh heavy on the fire service. The last thing they want is to you know, take something and, and end up failing a drug test that they thought mm-hmm. was safe. So, you know, you see, I mean, he can go in whatever gas station and get, you know, the CBD stuff. What, what is the difference between what you do and what you'll see at your local Whatever gas station you go to,
0: this definitely keeps me up at night. I'm worried that uh, firefighters around the country will see or hear people talking about CBD and say, "Yeah, it's CBD doesn't cause a failed drug test." And they'll go, "Cool." And they'll go into, you know, any gas station and right next to whatever weird ass supplement is on the 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 shelf, they grab a CBD, you know, tincture and think that that it's fine. Um, the difference between us and them is. One, we make our product, um, you know, with, with the lowest detectable, we, we use instruments that detect down to the lowest possible level, um, that, that has ever been invented. So, um, uh, the machine we use for anybody that really wants to geek out is called an LC triple quad. It is uh, liquid chromatography from a hazmat guys, and, uh, we can identify parts per billion of THC. So. It's an infinitesimally small number. And uh, we go down to 0.000% THC in the raw ingredient um, before we even start to make the product. So we test down that ingredient at that, at that level. That's the first thing nobody else does. Um, it's extremely hard to remediate all the THC down to that level in the ingredient. Um, so that's the first part that's like extremely, extremely hard, very time-consuming um, and expensive to do that nobody else wants to do. Um, the other thing we do is we test it four times throughout the process so that by the time we make the final bottle, you've gotten a test during manufacturing, after manufacturing. Um, we do a third party test and then once we bottle it, we test it again so that you, you have consistency throughout. And then the final thing is a lot of the bottles that you buy, even of reputable brands, are sometimes they don't have the amount of CBD that's claimed on the label. So it could say a thousand milligrams, but you're really getting like 500 or 700. So when we test the final bottle, when we, when we test the final product, you know, after we bottle everything, we're ensuring that I didn't screw up the fireman math and that you're actually getting a thousand milligrams in there. So both with consistency of the amount in there and then making sure it's a pure product and has zero THC, that's the ultimate difference between that and like overseeing that and making sure we do it every time. Um, because the truth is like, I love Charlotte's web as a brand. Uh, they're the biggest CBD brand. I think they're really good. But when you see the label Charlotte's web, they're not sticking their neck out for the fire service to ensure, um, that we have that zero, you know, THC claim. Um, intentionally chose to to aim this product at firefighters because I'm on the job myself. And when I put the Maltese cross on that label, I'm, I'm saying something I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm putting the fire service first and I'm trying to show the guys and girls out there that this is specifically for them and I'm not going to screw them over. I'm not going to cut corners. You know, I want to make sure that it's absolutely um, safe for the job and that you'll never have to worry about passing a drug test or failing a drug test if you, you know, take our product. So, um, Besides all that technical stuff, I said, you know, like putting that that Maltese cross in there means something to me. So I didn't just, you know, do it willy-nilly, like for a marketing stunt, you know?
1: Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. And even in your in your packaging, you, <laughs> I loved it. You actually have a drug test in the packaging. Yep. Yeah, you know, that, was-
0: I can't take credit for that one. My buddy Joe um, gave me that idea. And he's like, you know, because I kept telling him, like, he, he worked on my crew for a little while. I kept telling him like, man, I don't know how to like reinforce to these guys out there that you know, you're going to pass a drug test. He's like, just give them one, give them one at home. And I was like, that is a good idea. So I buy them in bulk. I buy like, the, everybody gets a little THC drug, drug test kit. You got to see it for yourself. You know what I mean? Like ultimately at the end of the day, I could tell you everything, but if you're not seeing it with your own eyes, you know, we're, we're skeptical by nature in the fire service, which is, which is good. Like I, like I said, I don't want people going to the gas station and buying yeah. Some random stuff to touch
1: on that, the fire service and just being skeptical and, and trying, trying to get out there and educate them. I know. I think, I mean, this episode I I hope is one way of getting out there and educating them, but I have to imagine there's, there's so many people that they, they probably see this stuff and they think it's the devil.
0: That's exactly it. It's so hard, man. Like, um, you know, but it's getting easier. I go to FDIC every year and, um, the first year was tough. The second year was a little bit easier. Following the year you, was when you say you go easier. to FDIC, are you going there as a vendor or yeah. just- okay, yeah, as a vendor. Yeah, I set up every year, and um, you know, it's a it's like a knife fight out there because there's so many vendors. Um, but it's it's, it's so crazy, you know, the people biggest firefighter it. circus in the world. Oh yeah, and it's a it's a great experience every year, but it is a ton of work. Um, so, uh, I started noticing that you know the age demographic you'd be surprised by that that changed um typically you know with things like this the older generation is more resistant um but you know now what's pretty crazy is the older generation is actually my biggest customer demographic because these are the guys and girls out there that have been on the job long enough to have the inflammation the chronic back problems the Sleep issues, the stress and trauma from the job, and now they're at the point where they're like, "Okay, I'm tired of feeling like this. I don't want to take," um, you know, I had guys tell me they would take like a thousand to, um, sixteen hundred milligrams of Advil every single day, you know, and their doctor wants them to do that. And I'm like, for how long, <laughs> you know? So it it it's like starting to get a little bit better, but. I'll tell you, you know, two of the things that bother me is one that they think it's like the devil's lettuce, you know, still, and it's it's like what the hell are we doing here? Um but two, uh you know, when I start to talk about how I want to improve how the job disrupts our sleep cycle for example and say like hey, physiologically we're not meant to be up several times after midnight. That's not normal for the human body and I want to try to do something when you're off shift to help you with that. Everyone's like, well, bro, if you can't hack it, like quit, you know, like don't, you know, it, that's exactly what they go to. And and that's frustrating for me because I'm trying to say, Hey, this isn't treated as a new technology. Okay. When we got the SCBA and everyone said, Hey, you don't got breathing smoke anymore. Did you want to be the guy going, cool, let me wear it. Or do you want to be the guy going, if you can't hack it, quit. You know, I mean, it's just, it it's, that's the other frustrating side of it is people are resistant to it because they the the uh, the machismo side of it where they go, "I don't need anything to help my sleep. I'll sleep when I'm dead." that kind of shit. And it that bothers me too, because I'm thinking to myself, I like working busy trucks. I want to stay on the job a long time. So why wouldn't I take something or do something for my health to help me stay on those trucks? You know what I mean, to help me like be better at the job, to to have a longer, career and all a healthier career and have a healthy, have a healthy life after you retire. Like, well, why would you not want that? You know what I'm saying? So it's self-defeating when they think like that, but educating is the biggest thing, man. And, and, uh, just getting people, you know, to understand what I'm trying to do and what CBD kind of is, 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 is the goal. That's 100% goal. Do you, do
1: you find yourself kind of tagging onto a lot of the medical marijuana talk? Um, even though it's, it's different, it's still kind of viewed a lot of ways in the same way. And there's, there seems to be a lot of traction depending on the state. Um, and even the departments throughout the States, they're all going to be a little bit different, but we've seen it before we, we had Sean with us last week, you know, Pittsburgh actually putting medical marijuana in their contract, which was to me, unbelievable to to do that, you know, working on my own contract and seeing how that would probably never happen there but i mean do you see yourself kind of attaching onto that and just going for the the
0: ride as well definitely i was really resistant to that at first and uh you know because not because i didn't i wasn't a proponent of it i'm a huge proponent of thc when it's indicated that's the big point when it's indicated but um i i I wanted to make my brand very separate from it because i don't want people to think that um like I was putting THC in my stuff, so you know I think we've gone past that, and, and uh, nobody's worried I'm putting THC in products. But the um, the the truth is, is that they're two different compounds. They do two very different things. You'll always need both of them together, you know. Um, so even when, because honestly, man, I think you know, sometime in my career, I don't know when, but sometime in my career, sooner rather than later, we'll all be able to use THC products because we'll have solved all the problems that come with drug testing and intoxication levels and whatever else. Um, So at some point, yeah, we're, we're going to be kind of having both of the the compounds at the same time. And uh, you know, THC doesn't help your sleep CBD does. So when we talk together, we like to talk about both of those things, but they really are um, they really are kind of in, in the same boat because Not just because they come from the same plant, but because they are viewed almost like um, very sort of. I'm looking for. I guess I guess there's a lot of controversy behind them, right? They're they're viewed with a lot of controversy. They're kind of from that generation, like the dare generation, where it's like it's a gateway drug and all that nonsense. And so there's a lot of stigma that has to be broken to to get past it, but also to like educate. So um, and honestly, they just the, the alternative from that to pain medicine is very clear. It's, it's proven that, you know, there is no risk of overdose from marijuana. There's no risk of, um, you know, addiction when it's compared to things like, uh, opiates and, 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 uh, the, the benefits of sleep or helping you put to sleep are better than, you know, some of these other ones. So it's like, um, it's, it's just one of those, it's just one of those things where, uh, I hope, as we talk about it more, it gets more accepted instead of like when I started, I'm sure when you started, if we were to talk about this stuff at the firehouse table, it would almost be like a whisper, you know, like you wouldn't you wouldn't want to talk openly about it. Now the fire chief sits at the table and we talk openly about it, you know, based on what other people are doing and things like that, because um, it's not like it's uh, it's not like it's this big illegal thing across the country anymore. You know, so.
1: Yeah, I I imagine there has to be an absolute ton of
0: research that just talk about the benefits yeah um with cbd in particular there is specifically because uh a lot of people don't know this but cbd is is there is a uh, fda regulated medication that's just cbd and strawberry flavoring um so it's for pediatric seizures um it's really effective for these two types of seizure disorders that kids have that are very deadly um and one of them is called Gervais syndrome, and the other one is called Lennox-Gastaut syndrome. Um, but they they realized that CBD was reducing seizures, so they big pharma came in and uh, made a drug that is literally just CBD and strawberry flavoring. It goes in like a little gel. It's very, very, very high dose, extremely high dose, and they give it to kids. They put it in their gums. You know, it's like a just like how, how I have a CBD oil tincture. They have like this oil, and it just goes right uh, between your cheek and your gum. Well. To do that, to get that medication, you got to go through three phases of FDA trials. That takes years and millions and millions of dollars and tons of research because they have to prove one, that they know how it works in your body, how it moves around, its safety profile, what doses look like, all this extra stuff. Then they have to test it on humans, make sure it's safe. Then they have to prove that it works. So those three different phases were all done with reports and published medical studies that had to be peer reviewed. So that was kind of the foundation for understanding how the dosing worked, how you're supposed to take it. Um, you know, it's efficacy level, like therapeutic level, all this crazy scientific stuff. And then after that, they started going, okay, well, what else does it do? What does it do for your anxiety? What does it do for your um, mood or anything else, um, for, for sleep? And so all these other universities started branching off and doing this. It really started, peaking in like the last five years because before 2018 hemp was still considered marijuana. They were both considered the same plant. So it was illegal to study it unless you had like DEA approval. So that's why it's kind of blown up was because in 2018, they're like, can we stop calling this plant that we make plastic and rope out of weed? You know, it's not marijuana. You can't, you could smoke a pound of hemp and you wouldn't get high. Um, That'd be pretty gross, but you, you wouldn't get high, you know? So um you're uh you're you're <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're
1: making me think i I can't remember it was it was one of your guys's slides and it was something like fifteen hundred pounds is what you would have to yeah. ingest and and I remember Sean. looking at that and uh I think I had uh Nick sitting next
0: to me, and I looked at him and I just said that seems like a challenge well, that's funny that you said that because like immediately after Sean goes. I know some people in here might try, you know, (laughs) and that was, that's funny to hear that you were actually saying it because you were the guy he was talking about, apparently (laughs) like, um, challenge accepted. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, it's just, it would take so much, but, um, I guess, I guess the point is, is, you know, uh, the, the research that happened after was so, um, groundbreaking because of, because of the foundation that was set and I could go into like all the different stuff, but really the biggest things that they found were that it reduces inflammation in the same way that a steroid does like prednisone. Um, it improves overall REM sleep and, uh, by a few different ways that are kind of scientific. Um, and then, um, it improves your mood. So people that usually have, uh, constant stress are, you know, uh, in chronic in a state of chronic inflammation, you know what I mean? And, um, also you just, you come home and you're still like wired up, right? Like you ever had that, you come home and like, you're still hypervigilant. You can't like shut it off. You're like, man, I'm exhausted, but I can't like lay down and go to sleep right now. So that's kind of the, those are the big three that I always try to go for. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff they're trying to look at it for thing all the way from cancer to, um, improving, um, uh, liver health you know and and stuff like that but there's really the the bulk of it is those three things inflammation sleep and your mood
1: perfect yeah i even love like your names like you know your your sleep is out of service that just it actually made me giggle
0: when i saw that yeah um one of one of our uh customers who ended up becoming like one of our brand affiliates our brand ambassadors uh ryan carlisle she was a uh she, she was a Olympic, she's on the U S uh, women's team, the, the Olympic, uh, rugby team. And, um, she's a gold medalist. Like she's a, she's a badass. Um, she came up with that name because I was like trying to tell her like, oh, we got to, she said, Hey, can you make a higher dose? And I was like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I was like, we should put terpenes in it make you feel tired. And she goes, oh yeah, the out of service version. And I was like, man, I'm take I'm stealing that. So I told her straight up, I was like, I am 100% stealing this, um, I'm sorry, we're a startup, you can't get any royalties over it. But I'll mention your name around you know <laughs> she's laughed. Um, but yeah, the out of service version because that's how we want it. That's how we want it to feel. Like, all right, I'm done, right? I'm home. Yep. I'm I'm out of service. I'm I'm going down. Like I'll take a a dropper or two and I'm passing out.
1: Yep. It's been nice. I've I've used it ever since last week. It's been nice. nice. Cool. Good. And yeah. even, you know, I I know I'm looking at a shoulder surgery probably coming up and mm. and just like kind of what you were talking about earlier i i know what they're going to prescribe me and i know i don't want to really take those yeah you know so yeah um it's it's actually being it knowing that i have alternatives to that which didn't really exist at least legally a couple
0: of years ago right you know this is a good thing yeah i don't know um so it, w- Opiates obviously have their place, you know, there's my, my foot surgery. I had a fusion done on my ankle. They had to, they had to put three screws in there and, you know, basically break a couple of joints. It's ugly and, uh, extremely painful. So like at some point, you know, it's not, it's not going to cut it. Like to be clear, CBD is not a pain reliever, right? It's an anti-inflammatory like you and I had spoken before, but, uh, THC is a pain reliever. You know, it's, it kills pain. It goes at the nerve site and it stops the perception of pain. So it, it, it works directly on, on pain reception and CBD just reduces inflammation. So they're good together, but, um, THC is, is the king of pain really for sure. So that, that could be an alternative for you, you know, and, and when, uh, when people, when people say like, I, um, they, they want to use CBD instead of painkillers. I'm like, that's not what it's intended for. You know, there every every medication has its place in time. You know, I believe in that. Yeah. And I, I'm not like an anti-medicine. I just, uh, prescription medicine. I'm just like, hey, when it comes time to stop taking it, you know, it's going to suck. Like, let's uh, let's let's work on some other stuff where, that's where I think CBD comes in is when maybe you stop taking these things and your sleep's all screwed up. Um, but yeah, I'm a big proponent of taking painkillers when you need it. I, I mean, you... sometimes you just got to have it. Even getting
1: me to that point, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, using your, you know, roll on applicator the last few days has been just take, just, just helped, uh, I guess, take the edge off a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What kind of shoulder surgery you got to do? It's
1: going to be just a scope. Okay. Nothing too crazy. I mean, he said, yeah, the doc said I'll be able to drive and do a lot of things the very next day. I just, not anything where I have to go you know have my arm up that's where the problem's going to be but it's like a six week recovery compared to like six months if i had an actual tear or anything yeah one
0: of my guys is going through that right now and um so, yeah the worst the worst
1: thing is you know like i won't say that i looked forward to being injured when i was working because not like i got injured on purpose or anything but like i knew at least when i got injured or i had surgery that i was going to be off work I was going to be able to grow up a, a beard or something. And now I already have a beard and I don't work. So there's like no benefits <laughs> <laughs> for Axel having surgery.
0: You're like, this just takes me out of commission for shit I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I know we're, uh we are trying to get a study started with Johns Hopkins, um, where we're going to take firefighters that are injured, give them THC instead of opiates. Uh, when they're recovering and see if they can have similar pain tolerance and similar uh, return to work time Um, to kind of get the ball rolling towards that. That's, that's one of our goals. We talked to the guys at the cannabis science lab at Johns Hopkins. They said they are all about it. Um, We're trying to do more stuff like that. We're working with the IFF um, to get some funding to do this stuff. They haven't agreed to it yet, but that's, that's what I want to do is, is uh, the cannabis science lab agreed to it, but the IFF has not yet. But um, do stuff like that where we can show where this stuff is is valuable, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that's great, and that'll help. That'll help future generations of firefighters. Yeah, just giving uh, them that option. And if you're able to have that research, and that's you know that opens up a lot of doors, right?
0: Because I mean, you worked on contracts, right? Like, so a lot of this stuff they when you ask for it, they go, okay, well, who else is doing it? Give me a give me a comparable contract. Where did this come from? Show me some number. When it's finance, they're like, show me an actuarial study. When it's policy, they're like, where do, Where else did Where else is doing this policy? Or are we going to be the first? If somebody's going to be the first, luckily nobody has to be the first. Pittsburgh took that that bullet for us. So six years ago they did that. But uh, after that, it's data, right? Like, okay, well they've been doing it for six years. How does it look? What happened? Um, which they have some amazing data. that All their all the stuff you want to go down went down, like EAP usage, um, you know, sick time usage, um off duty arrests, like d- yeah, DUIs and Yeah. Crazy. DUIs went down. Yep. You know, because guys are like, I'm not gonna drink anymore, you know. Um, which is awesome. Alcohol is, you know, it's a it's a freaking toxin. It's like a known toxin. So um there's a there's a lethal dose of alcohol. There's no lethal dose of of, uh, of, uh, THC that you can actually ingest. Like Sean said, you'd have to smoke camera. It sounds like <laughs> a challenge try. in, in a, tw- <laughs> a, but in a 24 hour period though, it has to be, it has to be quick because, uh, if you smoked 1500 pounds in a year, which you'd probably have, you know, some kind of lung cancer if you did that, but you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't overdose. So, um, 1500 pounds, that's like, that's more than a hundred pounds a month. I don't know, man. That's got to be I'm going to do some math on that and, you know we'll get back to like how much a day that would end up being like That's uh I'm not saying it can't be done I'm just saying that's uh it's uh, it's a little tough no,
1: no Um how how do people find you Like where do they uh, track you down in a non stalker way but like if they want in more like information cool Well I man if you're into that stuff <laughs> I mean I don't know
0: yeah, you know, you, you, people can be in anything. Um, the easiest way is Instagram. Um, it's rescue underscore the number one underscore CBD. But if you start t- typing in rescue one, it'll just pop up. Um, that's the easiest way. I I myself, um, and my sister Kim monitor the uh, the Instagram. So, you know, if you message me, um, whoever it's for, I'll I'll be able to see it. If it's just a general question, Kim can answer. But if you're trying to reach out to me, that's pretty quick because uh, I always have my phone on me and i just happen to be on instagram like all the time um but also if you just want to reach out um, it's john j o n at rescue1cbd.com um, but our website too rescue1cbd with the number one um yeah that's uh that's that's where we have everything and there's a lot of good information on there too it's not just buying products it's uh there's a lot of info um i've written quite a bit about like a little bit deeper dive into you know some of the science behind it if if like anything i brought up just you know made more questions for whoever's listening like you can go there and check out a lot more um you know deeper topics so so it can get a little bit more technical and scientific and whatever else and uh and i also like talking about the stuff so if you have any questions directly for me i'd love to answer them
1: perfect perfect i love I love how you're you're into the instagram uh Old people like me miss MySpace,
0: <laughs> dude. I grew up on MySpace, man. Um, you know, like it's definitely uh that that holds a very nostalgic place. But uh it, Instagram is so quick, man. It's like I find people reach out to the brand way more on there than they do on email because they know like it's on somebody's phone. It's like sending a text message, you know. Um, so that is pretty cool because I get to I get to interact with people a lot and uh it's i enjoy it oh very cool no i mean it's it's good i mean you have to kind
1: of interact because i mean it's it's kind of up to you you're like
0: one of the lead guys to educate people on this yeah i i uh i gotta think about that sometimes i don't um i don't really i didn't try to make that my my goal here um but I started looking around and I'm like, there's nobody else doing this. Um, you know, Steph White is kind of trailblazing with all the writings that she's done with fire engineering. Um, and Sean O'Leary obviously is is on the circuit, like constantly going around presenting. Um, so, you know, those two have been doing it longer and they are absolutely um good sources of information. So I'm just trying to like do it, you know, do it too. Um, whatever I can do. But I like, I like talking about it. I really do. So when people ask general, like honest questions, you know, there's no, uh, there's nothing I don't like talking about. So I just try to put that out there. Perfect. Perfect. Well, do you have anything else you want to add? No, I just wanted to say, thanks for having me. Um, you know, there's a, there there is an important part of getting the word out. Uh, it's it's everything actually. So whenever I have the opportunity to do stuff like this, uh, it, just, it means a lot. So thank you.
1: No, and no, I just, I thought it was just cool. Nothing else to, continue what we what we started you know last week you know we we were able to talk a little bit we
0: did we're on uh was it your show whose show was whose show was it uh tj put it up uh tj leather uh so that was keep keep the promise podcast he's got way more listeners than i do (laughs) he's got he's got a good amount (laughs) probably Um, me too i don't know i don't even know anymore i don't even look i'm like yeah it's just fun
1: yeah. to do, man. And I love doing stuff like this. This is awesome. Yeah. And it's, you know, the nice thing is it I always, I feel like I'm building, and I actually had this discussion with James Gearing, like building libraries, like mm. at any point in time, anybody can go back and look at whatever subject and get information. Right. So that's all this is, is just building a library. So this is, this is the, you know, CBD
0: location, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That is cool it becomes helpful for people too, especially, I think a lot of people do that. I do that. You know, I find a, find a show I like I'll scroll back years, you know, just, to, and I was like, Oh, look at this title. That looks pretty cool. Yep. You know, people consume a lot of content, man, you know, and everybody listens to podcasts different times. It could be running or in the car. So no, it's good. It's awesome. Absolutely. So with that, how about I get you out of here and
1: I'll go, the boys are out of school today. So we'll go have lunch and get in trouble somewhere
0: i don't know there you go man enjoy that fall weather um i wish i was back in ohio right now it's back up to like 80 something degrees here so <laughs> yeah but then it's it's been like in the 30s and
1: 40s since you left last week was a Rough unique quick. week yes it escalated quickly here which it does <laughs> i mean there, it's typical to have all four
0: seasons in a week here yeah yeah i bet i uh i saw all the good stuff i you i did there was, was not a cloud in the sky there it was like yeah it was it was really really nice i was just i was just enjoying driving around it was cool yes indeed
1: so I'll, I'll get you out of here i'll get out of here myself he's john and i'm jim check him out rescue one cbd check out the website um try some of it i mean i i've tried it and i'm a believer so with that let's get out of here john jim take care until next
0: month thanks brother.